0: Hello and welcome. I am Kim Keane, host of the One of a Kind You podcast. I started this podcast to share my journey of my past self, a woman that was struggling with leaving her teaching career and adjusting to stay-at-home mom life to help other women with their motherhood journeys or their work-life balance journeys so they can let go, make themselves a priority without all the sacrificing. If you are a regular listener of One of a Kind You, I am so excited that you decided to tune in for another episode. If you are a new listener, I am so excited that you took a chance and stopped by to take a listen. I am excited that you're all here. And if you are new to this podcast, the way that it works is that I share a journal entry of mine from about five or six years ago, and then I reflect on what I wish I had known then and what I know now as a certified life coach and someone that has done the inner work of healing all the trauma. So, without further ado, let's dive in. So, this journal entry is from April 7th of 2016, and I write, I'm starting to feel overwhelmed again. I have a lot going on with Will Mew and Penn Foster and everything else. I was talking to Pete about it last night and told him, I'm trying to hang in there and take it one thing at a time so I don't get frustrated and lose it. I am at the point though where I almost don't know where to begin because I have so much on my plate. I want to bring stuff to work on at gymnastics and swim but don't want to miss what the girls are doing. I struggle to wake up in the morning at a timely hour so that is definitely not a productive time. I also don't want to stay up until all hours of the night because it will trickle into the next day. With all of this I am still working on trying to be present for myself and others. The important thing is that I am kind and gentle with myself and supportive as I get all of this stuff in a manageable state. So the reason that I had uh, too much stuff on my plate and I was feeling overwhelmed is because um, I was saying yes to everything and I'm not sure if you can relate but there are so many times where I've said yes almost like my mouth has no control and what I really want to say is no but thank you for asking thank you for thinking of me and for some reason that autopilot mode just kicks in and I say for some reason, I know the reason, it's because um, in the past I've run a habit, I've run a pattern of being a people pleaser. And I've said yes to things that I didn't want to say yes to because I was worried that I would disappoint other people, I would make them upset, I would make them feel bad for asking, and at the end of the day, I really disappointed myself and let myself down because I didn't want to do those things and I didn't stand up and say no. Uh, I didn't take my feelings and consideration into perspective um, when I said yes. And so that is why I was feeling overwhelmed because I, I wasn't saying yes to myself on some level, I was saying yes to everything else. So um, with Wilmu, I was still teaching, that's a local university here in our area. I was teaching and I had coursework to grade, papers to grade, discussion boards to participate in, and that really took up a lot of time, but more so a lot of energy because I really wasn't loving it, Um, but yet I stayed. I didn't have the courage to say, you know, thank you so much for the opportunity, but I am putting in my notice from this position and I am no longer going to be an adjunct instructor at Wilmington University. And I couldn't do that for a few reasons. One, um, I left my teaching career and felt like a failure for that. So this was my last, what I thought was my last uh, ditch effort to cling on to that identity of a teacher. But I also didn't want to um, have to tell my department chair, who I admire very much and who, um I absolutely adore I didn't want to have to tell her that I didn't want to work at Wilmu anymore because um, instead of thinking about how doing the coursework grading and discussion boards and all of that was impacting me instead I was thinking about how it was gonna impact her if I put my notice in instead of saying you know what this really just isn't working for me anymore I've outgrown this position because of the stage of life I'm in now and I need to say thank you for the opportunity and find something else I just, I couldn't bring myself to do that. And it took me um, two or three more years. I'm trying to remember if I left Wilm in 2018 or 2019. It took me at least two to three more years to be able to say, you know what, I really am done. um, Because I had the realization that I'm not there enjoying it. And so that is a disservice to the students who are paying their tuition money to go and take those courses that I was teaching. So, um, and then as for Penn Foster, that was the program I was taking to get my dog certification. So I apologize for that. The dogs were barking and we are still currently staying with my in-laws. So I needed to take a moment to collect them and bring them up into the room with me so that they're not disturbing my in-laws. Okay. So back to where we were. So um, I was taking the dog certification through Penn Foster. That was something that I really wanted to do was be an obedience trainer. So that was for me, but it was just hard to manage that. And then also having Casey home with me, um, trying to do all of these things, getting work done and my kids weren't nappers. So I would always hang on to the hope like, okay, I'll get an hour of time while Casey's napping. I can take a half an hour to work on Penn Foster and I can take a half an hour to work on Wilmington university. And that just didn't happen because Casey just didn't sleep. So, and I really was trying to hang in there and take one thing at a time, but that really was just kind of the band-aid of the, the problem. Hanging in there was continuing to perpetuate the feeling of being miserable and overwhelmed and frustrated and um, really making it so that I was going to lose my mind at any given moment. And so what I really need to do in this moment was stop saying yes to things, but more importantly, ask myself why I felt the need to keep saying yes and why I felt the need to continue doing things that weren't bringing me joy. And it really boiled down to the fact that I ran a pattern of being a people pleaser. I was so um, desperately adverse to disappointing people or to have people think poorly of me. And it all stems back to childhood. So um, Franklin, and so it stems back to childhood and it stems back to um, not wanting to disappoint people when i was little um, because there were very high expectations for me as a child and so i can remember there was a time where my grandmother was keeping me because my dad was working and i wanted to eat my ham at dinner with my fingers and she wouldn't allow me to do so because she said um, barbarians eat with their fingers and little girls cut their food up and eat with a fork and a knife and so, you know, probably in that moment, I didn't think much of it other than being annoyed that I didn't get to have my way and eat with my fingers. But um, there were other things growing up where it was this need for perfection, this need to avoid having other people think less of you. And so that continued on. And then when I started dating my high school boyfriend and which was a an, an, very extremely unhealthy relationship and all of my family had disowned me. It was then um, being a people pleaser to him because I didn't want to fight with him, but I also did it for my safety um, because I didn't know what was going to trigger him and make him snap and start either physically abusing me, mentally abusing me, or verbally abusing me, but I also felt like I had disappointed my family by being in that relationship with him and having no contact with them for five and a half years that I You know took all these past experiences and created this meaning about myself that i wasn't good enough that i was a disappointment that i was a failure that i was disliked and so and to avoid having those feelings come up again i did anything i could to keep them at bay and keep them stuffed down and hence the reason i i was a people pleaser and so um if i had stopped to recognize the real reason for the people pleasing it would probably have been easier for me to say oh gosh This needs to change. And so, you know, bringing stuff to work on at gymnastics and swim was um, a solution, yes. However, it was not an ideal solution because I really did want to be present for my girls and watch what they were doing. And also, I can remember feeling like if I'm working all the time and they see that, then it's going to make them feel like they don't matter and I didn't want them to feel that way. So the other thing too with that is that I also had unrealistic ex- expectations of what it, what my role was. So um, on some level, yes, my girls needed to see me working and they needed to see me pursuing interests. So they understand that when they're an adult and they're a mom and they have kids, it's okay to pursue their own interests as well. And that their kids don't have to be the um, 100% of their attention and their focus and their devotion, that it's okay to have other things as a mom and still love your kids and be available for your kids and help, you know, get them the things that they need in life. And so showing them that, you know, how to achieve that balance or the balancing act to keep things in perspective and as balanced as much as possible. Um, and so, you know, this is where I, as a coach, I don't really, um, like to focus on the strategies because the strategies won't bring long-term lasting change until the, unless they match the mindset. And I was not in a mindset where I considered myself a morning person. And FYI, I still don't consider myself a morning person. And I know that. So I don't even put that in the realm of thought to get up an hour early to do things before my kids are awake. Nope. Doesn't work for me. That's not who I am. So I know not to even put that out there for myself because then it creates feelings and frustrations when I do. So I am very aware of my strengths, my areas of improvement, and I work with my areas of strength. So very early morning is not my productive time. You know, nine o'clock is when I start to get into production mode and then that's when I can really get things accomplished. And so I know that and that's what I do. I I do what works best for me and so that's the other thing about you know working with me as a coach it's not a one-size-fits-all approach it's very much a customized experience and and the reason that is so is because i was trying to impose on myself at this time these strategies that were surface level they didn't really align with who i believed i was as a person they didn't align with the problem that i was experiencing and so that's why they weren't working. And that's what continued to lead to the additional frustration, the conditional feel- the additional feelings of being overwhelmed, and the, um, the feeling of never knowing when I'm going to lose my mind. And so if I had really gotten to the root of the problem, realized what was causing me to say yes, then I could have worked from there with managing the overwhelm and the feelings of fr- frustration. And also coming up with some strategies that would really work for me it, to help mitigate it and make and get it under control so that it would be manageable and so I'm um, staying up late was not the answer again all surface level things and I can tell you that huh, in this moment I told myself the important thing is to remember that I need to be kind and gentle with myself and supportive as I get all of this stuff into manageable state I was not kind to myself I was not gentle with myself and I surely was not supportive because I had this belief that because I was frustrated and overwhelmed, um, I was not succeeding. I was not being the person that I wanted to be. I was not being the mother that I wanted to be. I was not being the, the partner to my spouse that I wanted to be. And so um, I can remember I was very angry at this time. I was very frustrated with life and I just felt like there was no way out. So it really is super important to be kind and gentle with yourself because it is a journey and it's a learning curve. And uh, I won't even pretend to sit there and say to you like, oh, I don't ever people please anymore. No, it is still something that I have to be mindful of. It is still something I have to be mindful of to be kind and gentle and compassionate with myself Um, because I am human. We all are. And so um, nothing is ever static. There's an ebb and flow and it goes back to the pain and pleasure scale and those, you know, the periods of being in relief, the periods of being in pain and the periods of being in pleasure. So, um, sometimes I can catch myself if I really have fallen into the trap of being a people pleaser and I can feel the overwhelm and the frustration setting in. It's like a ding, 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 like a little alarm bell in my brain goes, Oh, Kim, the pain, you're not liking the way that things are going. You're not liking the way that you're feeling. You're not liking the way that you're interacting with others. That people pleaser pattern is popping back up again. So the the other thing is that awareness is key. So I have the awareness now, so I know how to work through it. But at this stage back in 2016, I had no awareness and that's why it felt like I was just constantly trudging along with the weight of the world on my shoulders because I didn't really know. I just knew that I didn't like the way that things felt, but I didn't really know why. I didn't really know deep down why. It was all the surface level things that were making me feel this way or so I thought, but it was actually a culmination of deep things, surface level things and just lack of awareness. So I hope that you found today's episode of one of a kind you helpful. If you did, please feel free to share it with a friend that would benefit. And please feel free to leave a review. I look at the reviews and I check them so that I can make sure that I am providing for you um, the most benefit on this podcast. I am so appreciative that you took the time to listen and I hope that you tune in next week. Thanks so much.